found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Welcome in. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Conan is with me. We take you to 2 o'clock here today on just a miserable Monday, but let's get this out of the way, Trent Condon. By the way, yes. first before we get into the guest list, etc., I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you how your final weekend, your final complete weekend is, because after all, this is... The lid lifter, we cut the high school ribbon Friday, Mm -hmm. the college football ribbon the following Thursday, and the NFL the Thursday after that. It's here, Trent Condon. How was the weekend? It it was good. Got uh, some house projects done, honey-do lists, a few things crossed off. And a boy. Uh, Some goodwill put in a bank account, is that what you're saying? Yes, I think so. I think so. Did did all the laundry, had everything folded. So my wife has been working, but officially back with her real job. She also is... uh, Oh, what do they call it? A a professor? I don't know. She she does something for you and I. She does that during the summertime. But officially back in Des Moines Public Schools, moved up their start time. She has to leave her house every morning at six thirty-five. So, and, and school leave. starts when? I think the kids have to be there at like seven thirty now at elementary school. Wow. Something like that. It is early. Now, she's off earlier. Right. Which but, is but nice. junior high, that's not the way, right? Because I got to think that that's not the optimum time for kids to learn. Junior high kids at 730 in the morning, please. Well, there there are studies that it actually is better for them. The earlier, the better. Oh, what do and, I know? <laughs> and for the younger kids, even better. I know in West Des Moines, the earliest start time, because they have them staggered because of buses, is the junior high. Those kids are the earliest. Then it's the high school. Then it's the elementary, which is a little bit odd, but... Des Moines moved everything up this year, so she's out there early. I don't know. Might have to reconfigure things because I like to stay up late. Getting up at 6 as opposed to 6.30, not a good thing for Mm -hmm. me. Well, you know, Tara could just quit and stay home, and you could support the family. I mean, you're a radio guy, after right. all. You got to yeah, be making yeah. a ton of money. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's get into uh, the the past weekend. We recap a whole bunch of stuff. There's mm-hmm. a lot of places we could go. The helmet rule being one of them. I'm not so sure if you saw the hit on Cody Hess Kessler by uh, Williams, the linebacker, who was um, um, penalized 15 yards for tackling the quarterback. Um, Trent, they, they, something has got to be done. I get why the rule was implemented in the first place, but a lot of people threw flags right off the bat. Say, be careful what you wish for. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a disaster. Wait till preseason gets here. I'm telling you, you football fans out there that want safety in the game, this is not the way to go about it. That group is being proven right because they have no idea how to throw those flags. Right, and, and it comes to a rule that has dro- driven us nuts for the last few years, and that's the catch rule. Yeah, uh, because yeah. it's so ambiguous. You you can't figure out exactly what the rule was. Does Bryant was it a touchdown? Wasn't it? And on and on and on. Now you get into another rule that has a ton of ambiguity. So you you can't figure this out. You're you're left watching football, and you scoff and you laugh and mm-hmm. you shake your head, or you get upset about it because it's dumb. And mm-hmm. because if at least the college rule, and it has its own warts, but the college rule. Seems pretty simple. You know, a year ago, should Nick Bosa have been ejected against Iowa? Probably not. But it was right on that line, and yeah. if it's on the line, but you can go back, you can mm-hmm. look at it, you can replay it. That's not the case here. It, mm-hmm. it's, Although, Florio, did you see his suggestion last night at ProFootballTalk.com? 
He said they have to do something to fix this rule. At this point, the quickest fix may be to go to replay. Yes. Whenever there's one of these incidents. And I agree, this isn't one that you should spend a lot of time under the hood. In fact, by the time you run to the sidelines, whoever is looking at this, because don't forget, it's more, there is a central command center now in the NFL, Mm -hmm. in conjunction with the head referee, I get that, but by the time the head referee gets to the wherever they go, or the guy comes out on the field to meet him, that decision could be made at that point. Trent, they need a quick fix, maybe that's what we're left with. Going to extend the games, and that's something I know they've been concerned about. Mm-hmm. The games are stretching out even longer. You don't want to fall into. Well, and here's the thing: as a as a fan of a team who plays late mm-hmm. every week when they're in the home game, you miss <laughs> seemingly weekly yeah. the start of your game. Oh yes, right, yes, yes. Because the game, and for whatever reason, if it's a meaningless game, even if you're a Directv NFL ticket subscriber, you're blacked out. Obviously, anyways, that's another story, but. To your point, it's going to extend games. Well, and you think of, first of all, back in the day, it was 3 o'clock, 3.05, that mm-hmm. second window started. Mm-hmm. Now it's 3.25. Right. And Still not done. Think of how many times. I mean, that was that window between the end of the late afternoon games, before Sunday night football. You had a little bit of time. You make dinner. Yep. You read a book with the kid. You actually show a little family time. Whatever it may be, that's gone now because you got, even if it's two, three, four games in that window, there's something still on until mm-hmm. seven o'clock our time. Yeah, most of the, I mean a lot of times yeah. pushing seven six thirty five six forty. There's always one game. Seemingly. That was never the case. I mean, it, it would be. I remember growing up, Dad get pissed because sixty minutes wasn't on at six. <laughs> really, six oh eight, but he, he'd still be pissed about it. Now this, I mean, you're pushing seven o'clock, uh-huh. lengthening out that day. It just it, it's not a good thing for the league. And we talk about it a lot in baseball, but the extent of football in general, you know, college football anymore. It's not a three-hour. No, game. you're, you're no. pushing as Big Twelve games four hours. Yeah, you better allocate four hours if you want to really have everything set up and tied up because you're going to miss the end of the game if you got somewhere to be right after three hours and fifteen minutes. Yeah, inevitably the start will be shown on ESPNU. Right, right. right. Uh, you know, just real quick, one more on this. I don't know if you did. You see your Bears and the, and the Broncos? I did. Yes. Did you see the cornerback out of Boston College, Denver's third overall pick, Yaidom? I think is how you say yeah. his name. He hit Shaheen, mm-hmm. and he was flagged fifteen yards for leading with the helmet. I don't know how you tackle with the shoulder without leading with your helmet. Yeah. And it was he was injured. Shaheen was injured on the play, but somebody, and I think it was Jim Miller, made the point that cornerbacks. This is how they get tight ends on the ground. Mm-hmm. I sure. mean Gronkowski, a cornerback, trying to take Gronkowski to the ground without having the ability not to launch yourself head first, but launch yourself knowing your head's going to lead, but that your shoulder's going to make first contact. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to be incredibly difficult to get some of these unstoppable guys to the ground just because the rules have changed. Well, and it's already so difficult. I mean, you look at and the injuries that have cropped up with a guy like Rob Gronkowski because you can't tackle form tackle him because he's so big. If you're right. a 185-pound cornerback, it's not going to work. So you go to the knees, you go mm-hmm. to the ankles. Is this going to lead to more injuries? Because well, I, I I can't go and hit him in the chest. I got to I gotta go at the knee. I got to go at the ankle. That's the only way I'm going to get this guy down. And guys like Rob Gronkowski got people falling at his knees already. You may take that even a step further. And uh, tough news on Shaheen. Haven't seen how... Ha- low ankle sprain. Yes. How long it's going to be, but I liked him. Now, Trey Burton's a nice player. Oh, boy, I'll say. 
They got some yeah. weapons. In, including your quarterback. Well, so, see, Including your quarterback. Joe. I am I am still withholding judgment. Did you see when he when he moved to his left, threw the ball across the body, and somehow Anthony Miller, what a catch. Yes. Between corner and a safety, just dropped it right in the bucket. Trubisky's a player. Got Robinson now. Yeah. Got can some you, talent, Trent. Can you get anything from Kevin White? Well, they certainly are giving him every opportunity to get involved because they played late in that yes. football game. And the offensive line. They got the wrong guy at center. Can, can they stop? Cody White here can't snap. No. And in the Nagy offense, what do you do a lot? You play out a shotgun. Mm-hmm. You have a guy that can't snap the football. I know. I know. We saw it on the safety. It's absolutely. This goes back to the draft. And. That press conference, the first night of the draft, yeah. we're going to start Daniels at guard, we're gonna, white hair's our center, and you and I, we had the conversation, well, this is dumb. Right. We've seen Gene Daniels This This will change throughout OTAs. Right. Then we get, well, this will change in, this, in, in, the, in practice leading up to the season. Well, it hasn't yet. It's the epitome of a round hole in a square peg. It doesn't work. Where what? do they go this week? Oh, good question. It or is are Kansas they City home? this week. Is it? Yeah. Oh, great. Yes. Um, yeah, th- this is a big week, and they got they got to move James Daniels to center, in my yes. opinion. I like your Bears team, Trent. I love your quarterback. Love your quarterback. Floyd getting ding. That's slow. Yeah, no, it was a hand injury right now. Yes. I didn't see. No, Shaheen's right ankle. I mean, Yidom did not, I hope I'm saying his name right, did not get his right ankle. Mm-hmm. His right ankle got caught up in the turf. It looked gross. It looked awful. <laughs> it looked really gross. That's yeah. one of those those cringers. He, uh, yeah, but with, with Floyd, they need him because... For that defense, Vic Fangio's defense to work, mm-hmm. you got to have speed off the edge. Although you you have heard the buzz out there, right? If indeed he is going to miss a significant amount of time, who the Bears may be not forced to go after, but may kick the tires on. Who's that? Khalil Mack. Okay. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. <laughs> twist my arm. Right. Sure. Or twist Floyd's hand. Yes. Maybe make it a little worse than, than it is. If he's available and you're willing to... I don't know what the right Raiders would be getting. Look, they don't have a lot of. I guess they could hold on to him and let him rot, but mm-hmm. they're they're not in the best spot right now. And Khalil Mack does. For I don't get it. Yeah, he has not spoken to John Gruden. Has not spoken to John Gruden. This That's is, weird. This is different than Le'Veon Bell. Le- Le'Veon yeah. Bell does this seemingly every year. Right, and Le'Veon Bell is a really nice player. The best player on the Oakland Raiders is Khalil Mack. Yes. Period. End of sentence. And I like Carr, the quarterback. Yeah. Khalil Mack is a star. This- what do you get for him? That, that's, no, that's the other it. part of it. What do you have to give up? Is it a one and a three? Is it a couple of four? A one and a something. Right. And then when you get Mac, what is he going to ask then for the contract? Now, the Bears do have flexibility mm-hmm. under the cap. Okay. Well, there's two I'd teams. I'd be even more excited now. Yeah, you should be. There's two teams in the North, especially because they want to keep away from the Packers, who are the other team that seems yeah. to be whispered out there. All right, let's move on. Let's stay in Chicago. Uh, and let's go to the uh, series over the weekend, which is, Trent, you I mean, this is sports, right? You're going to watch sports as much as we watch sports. I'm guessing our audience watches sports. Every now and then you see something you've never seen before. And we saw a team play a four-game series in Pittsburgh, split the series, uh, two games apiece, and score one run in every single one of the games, and do so every single one of those games via the home run ball. Solo shots, the offensive's gone. But somehow, Trent, they scored four runs, all of them by solo home runs, and they won two of those games. Unthinkable. It is, isn't it? You, it just, if somebody says, you know, the Cubs over the last four scored one run in each game, oh boy, Oof. it's going south in a hurry, here, huh? Here come the Cardinals and yeah. the Brewers. 
No, no, they won two of the game. I mean, right. it's, just, it, it's ridiculous. And it's the great, I love those kind of numbers and sports that we get and, and things like this. How concerned are you, though? I know I know we have Jordan Burnfield coming mm-hmm. later in the program mm-hmm. and excited to talk with him about this. But... I think I'd be more concerned about the starting, about the rotation. It was good I mean, over the weekend. It was, except for Qu- Chatwood. Quintana was good. He was yesterday until that, uh, what inning was it, uh, six, the seven, whatever it was. Yeah. And then Russell getting picked off in extra. Yes. I mean, at third base of all things. <laughs> and by the catcher, who uh, it was a great play. I mean, a mm-hmm. great play by Diaz, who's a really nice player. Um, yeah, I mean, what? so what is there? Are you more concerned about the offense has gone south? Because I think that that, I mean, clearly there's too many good players on that team for the offense to stay in this funk. Mm-hmm. But Hamels was great. Lester yes. was good on Thursday. First good start in his last eight. Quintana, as you mentioned, was terrific yesterday. But now Montgomery's on the DL. Darvish, in all likelihood, a season has come. Well, it was already down the crapper. They were trying to get the plunger out and, and make it uh, survive it somehow. Uh, but that's not going to happen. Tyler Chatwood is a complete mess. Um, bigger concern. I still think it's the offense. Because to get in the playoffs... You feel good about Hambles. You feel mm-hmm. good about Lester. Hendricks, okay. Mm-hmm. So it's about finding one other guy. And the bullpen is good enough that you oh can piece God, it together. Great. The offense, though, these lulls. Rizzo has been a disappointment this year. Though he's been better than that awful start that he had, he's been a disappointment for his stance. You want him at the, uh, leading off or batting fourth? Leading off, I think. He's been the, okay leading yeah, off. Yeah, with the construction of this team, I'm fine with that. Now, for my fantasy team, I like him batting fourth. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot of RBI opportunities in the leadoff spot in the National League. But, uh, no, I, I like him in that spot. I, I think it's he's good there. Good there. He gets on base. He get pitches, all, all those things. But, Bryant, are we going to get anything out of him? Are you going <sighs> to say? saying the right things, but we heard the right things about Darvish, too, right. and here we are. Up and down, and Javi Baez, the way he plays, how sustainable is a free swinger like that, hitting at that level? I think you could be concerned about mm-hmm. that. And you go on and on. and, and Addison makes, Russell's, there's something wrong with that hand. Yes. It falls off the bat every time he swings and misses. Something is not right there. Uh, Wilson Contreras is no longer, is no having nowhere near the year that he has. Schwarber's been good. Zobers has been terrific. Ian Happ is... Ian Happ. Yeah, yeah, Ian Happ is Ian Happ, a good way to put it. Um, so, boy, they need Bryant as the answer. They do. And they need Hayward to swing the bat. Like yeah, he's been okay. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's come up with some big hits. I mean, he was, uh, no doubt about a ground ball to second base. Yep. You know, 6-4-3, double play, here we go. Roll it up. Yeah, speaking of double play, what was it? Was it Friday night that the Cubs turned seven double plays in a nine yeah, it was inning? Friday night. Yeah. Friday night. Seven double plays, Trent. I mean, that's you can amazing. only get nine. You can only get nine. That's a very good point. Um, just uh, look at it. it was phenomenal to watch, and it was it kind of goes part and parcel with this entire weekend, right? The the Cubs with their scoring four runs and all via the solo home run, and then the seven home runs. What a series! So, uh, did you see there was uh, seven double plays rather? Uh, mentioned Javi Baez. Did you see somebody came out with a video of all of his tags? Yes. And the first one when they were what's this what's the um the World Baseball Classic? Yes. When he's looking at the catcher, pointing at the catcher because he knows he's got the guy and he's not even looking at the ball going in his glove or applied the tag. I think that's the very first one yep. on there. It's just amazing. He is such a wizard with that glove. Never seen a guy like this. Never. Never a guy tag 
tagging a player. Mm-hmm. You've been doing Sports Talk Radio for... 23 years? years. 23 years. Yeah. And watch Robbie Alomar a bunch before that, who was the best defensive second baseman I've ever seen. I've done it for 14 now. Have Do you ever remember talking about a guy, how well he tags? Yes. Last year, Javier Baez. <laughs> okay. Outside of Javier <laughs> no, Baez. No, I don't. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's awesome. And uh, another, the day-to-day baseball that... You don't watch it, you miss. Mm-hmm. You can't get those kind of things just watching highlights because that's not a highlight play, but you compile them all together like they did with that video. <laughs> it, it's absolutely awesome. No, if you haven't seen it, uh, it it's must-watch. Uh, how would you like to be a Baltimore Orioles fan? They begin play today 50 and a half games back. <laughs> In the American League East. I don't want to linger there because I do want to get to a couple of the races that are going on in our final couple of minutes here. Trent, look, we are, as we talked about earlier, high school football this Friday, college football the following week, NFL the week after that. King football elbows its way right to the front of our sports viewing um, in most households. But baseball in the month of September is going to be appointment TV some nights? There's no doubt. I mean, look at these races, specifically in the National League, but throw in the American League West all of a sudden. I watched a lot of Oakland-Houston this you? weekend. And uh, late afternoon, that, that was on the TV for a while, mm-hmm. On uh, watching that on MLB Network when they were doing their cut-ins. What a series. It, the, this Oakland story has been incredible. Mm-hmm. It goes all the way back to the beginning of the season, what, first month when they just let everybody in for free. Yeah, it was awesome. Remember that game, yeah, free do. parking. For, just come watch the ball. and Yeah. I was out there, out in the Bay Area, what now, a month, month and a half ago, and uh, you could tell, you know, the people were starting to get excited. How can we see Oakland do this from time to time? It just suddenly out of nowhere, Yeah, have these big runs. It's a mix of veteran guys that never were really that good, mm-hmm. and some young guys that weren't uber prospects. It's It's a fun mix, and it's... The part of baseball that I enjoy, too, you just never know. No, you don't. You, you know, know, we never did get to their guest list, by the way. All of our guests appearing on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Two locations, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines and 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. So Scott Dockerman is coming up uh, after our timeout. The Big Ten Network crew is in Iowa City mm-hmm. this morning, or were this morning. I'm assuming they're still there. Trent, they're going to turn this day of practice around and tonight on the Big Ten Network at 8 o'clock, we'll see what transpired uh, Well, as uh, earlier this morning uh, in Iowa City. So we'll get our first you know, look, per- perhaps, at, uh, at some of the machinations of Iowa football. And when you're watching this, they're going to sing praises. Yes. It doesn't matter if they're watching Rutgers or Ohio State. Very true. But after watching this for a dean what they're really saying. Mm-hmm. Donardo, I think, is really good at doing that. Yes. He will give praise, but I remember, I think it was maybe Minnesota last year, watching theirs and Flex first year, and they, they were very tepid about a lot of things. Like, okay, when you, when you get that, mm-hmm. but listen when they're talking about the individual units and listen to what they say, especially Donardo on the offensive and defensive lines. Yeah. I think he's very good at being able to see that. You know, there's a chance for this Iowa defensive line to be really good this year. Really good. They should be. And if Iowa... They need to be. If they're really good, Iowa has a chance. Uh-huh. Their best teams are when they have great defensive lines. They have a chance. I, I'm interested to hear their their impact there. Oh, is your Hawkeye arrow pointing up as we begin oh, the week again? I did, <laughs> you've seen the, the roller <laughs> coaster I bet on this yeah, summer. 10-2, 7-5, 9-3, 6-6. 
it's been all over the place. And I got to make a decision here in a week and a half. You do. We got to get this thing on paper officially. I was very happy to hear that I was able to run the football at Kent State because that rarely happens. One of my bigger concerns, bigger than, you know, linebacker, I think, was kind of what everybody pointed to. You lose mm-hmm. Josie Jewell, you lose two others. By the starters. way, Josie Jewell. Yeah. Wow. He's a football player. He's huh? a football player. And I'm glad he's a Denver Bronco. Yes. Yes. He wore him 59. Looked a little weird. Yeah. And you know what? He, he was asked about that. He was not happy about that. Yeah. He was not pleased about giving up 47. Now, of course, he's going to do it willingly. Right. But he, you know, he didn't sugarcoat his answer. He yes. wasn't happy with doing that. He, uh, but you replace that group of linebackers. There's going to be a drop off this year. Yeah. But if in front of them, they can control things. Huge. And Iowa ran the football against that defensive mm-hmm. line effectively. Mm-hmm. Ivory Kelly Martin's a nice back. The interior of the offensive line, I was more concerned about. But we've heard them say Render's better at center than he was at guard. And he was a nice guard. Here in Render, an NFL conversation. Big guy. Indianola kid. How about that? Isn't that great? Ross Reynolds has maybe taken that step in his mm-hmm. senior year. He was a guy. He was flex guy. He'd come in. He was kind of the sixth offensive lineman takes that step forward. And suddenly, and we know what they have at the tackle spot, all right, Iowa can run the football, and they have a defensive line, and well, it's not a magic elixir. Iowa does those two things under Kirk Ferentz. Yeah. Usually pretty successful. Throwing a quarterback, and they've got and one. they got one. Throwing a couple of tight ends, and they got a couple of them, at least they a couple a of, them. of them. Right. There's some depth there. If the receivers can give them anything, and I'm not convinced yet, because this time every year we hear about this young receiver emerging. <laughs> well, we'll hear more about it, because Scott Dockerman's going to join us coming up here with the Athletic. Boy, the Athletic hired a ton of guys again today, Trent. I, I missed. Who? Oh, a Any... bunch of Not guys we know. Okay. Um, yeah, one guy maybe we know, and I can't think of his name. Uh, for, he's going to cover the Titans, but more so pro today. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Trey um, Haney? Yes, Travis Haney. Travis Thank Haney, you, yeah. Travis Haney. Who I've always liked his work. Yeah. Uh, Big 12 guy, right? He Back is. I follow him on Twitter and uh, still do to this day. So he's uh, uh, But a bunch of teams. Got NFL writers today, some college writers sprinkled in. They continue to grow. Of course, they took a significant uptick about a month ago when they hired Scott Dockerman. He's going to join us next. Mitch Holtis is going to be here. We're going to go to Chicago, catch up with Jordan Burnfield, the voice of Loyola Basketball, ESPN. Does a ton of basketball there as well. Football is on his play-by-play playlist this fall. Jordan Burnfield about one thirty. Trent and I until 2. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. High school football each and every Friday night right here on your home for high school sports. 1700 KBGG. Friday night starting at 7 o'clock. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu. Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu. Made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's. Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. From the Barrel, Des Moines Whiskey Festival kicks off this year and will be taking place at the River Center in downtown Des Moines, featuring two days of food, entertainment, cigars, great causes, and of course, whiskey. Don't miss Des Moines Whiskey Festival happening November 2nd and 3rd. Tickets on sale now at dsmwhiskeyfest.com. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from Unmet Expectations. We overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. 
Wright Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Wright Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. When posting on most job sites, you get candidates. I'm the sales director. I'm the sales director, I'm the sales director you're looking for. But when you post on Indeed.com, you get the candidates just right for you. I'm a sales director with an MBA, over 10 years experience, who's also fluent in Japanese. With Indeed, you can add screener questions for a less time-consuming route to your short list of qualified candidates. Arigato. Hiring's better when you've got your short list. Save time on hiring when you post a job on Indeed. Get started today at Indeed.com slash hire. Fall is happier with Lancome. For a limited time, customize your seven-piece gift at Macy's with any $37.50 Lancome purchase. Get advanced Genifique serum and a choice of one of our signature day creams. Next, pick either a smoky eye look with shadow palette, liner, Monsieur Big Mascara, and Bifacil. Or choose a fresh face look with La Boss Pro, highlighter, Bifacil face, and Definisil mascara. Finally, choose your bag. Worth up to $126. For an extra $37.50, get even more happiness with skincare essentials or mini fragrance trio. Only at Macy's. Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, give it away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515 515- 650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. Join us for the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's. Go to alc.org walk to register for an event near you. Together, we can end Alzheimer's. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty is a full-service residential realtor serving all of Central Iowa. She specializes in new construction, relocation, acreages, single-family, and condo townhouse sales. Stephanie Goodhue, a buyer's agent and a seller's agent, along with a member of the National Association of Realtors and the Des Moines Area Association of Realtors. Let Stephanie provide a free market analysis if you're considering selling your home. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty. She will lead you home. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. Summer is here, and when the storms hit and your roof leaks, it's time to call Wolf Construction. From a complete re-roof to just fixing that leaky roof. The roofing staff has experience working with many different roof systems with Wolf Construction and a knowledge of how the roof system works best for your home. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-225-8866 or online 
wolfconstruction.net. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I until 2. Mitch Holtis went crazy, by the way, in that 70. So did I. Yeah. Big <laughs> 70 arm. yard touchdown pass in the air. Our next guest, I believe, covered the Kansas City Chiefs. Speaking of that, way not, back in the day. That's right. I was going to say not this past weekend, no. but there was a time. And Scott Dockerman is now with The Athletic, and we're, uh, we're better off for it. Uh, he joins us. To opine on the Hawkeyes, who we'll see tonight on the Big Ten Network. They practice, they're busy editing this bad boy together as we speak, I would assume. Hello, Scott Dockerman, Trent and Ken, how are you? Hey, great. Uh, I never saw a 69-yard pass in the air uh, in Kansas City when I was there for six years. That, that was unbelievable. Who was the quarterback when you were covering him? Who were the quarterbacks, I guess? Mostly Trent Green. Okay. Um, Elvis Gerback was for a year, and he got in some big trouble because at one time, literally in a press conference, he said, I can't throw it and catch it, too. Oh. And uh, <laughs> he was right, but uh, yeah. you don't say those things. No, Giselle, Giselle Bunching can get away with it. Um, right. uh, but, yeah, no, uh, Elvis Gerback can't. Hey, before we get into Iowa, and it's it's related to Iowa, but how about all the Hawks, the first-time NFL Hawks navigating their way through preseason football and – Having the success that whether it's Ben Neiman or Josh Jackson or Wadley or Josie Jewell, who am I missing? I mean, Doc, it has been unbelievable. These first time NFL Hawkeyes and the impact that I get it's preseason, but they're flashing, Scott Dockerman. Yeah, they are. I mean, a lot of them. Well, we saw their character at Iowa. You know, they had some physical limitations, but, you know, they were always, uh, you know, hardworking guys. And, you know, it was really surprising to me that Wadley didn't get drafted. I expected that he would. And, um, you know, and certainly you look at Ben Neiman, his contributions. I thought he'd be a great special teamer at the next level, probably undrafted, but also had a chance because he ran a really good 40. And then there's James Daniels when he, uh, mm, not yep. this weekend, but the week before, you know, was playing to the center and, you know, really steamrolled a, a defender on the way to the end zone. So, um, you know, they're all making impacts. It looks like, to me, I, I would guess that Ben Neiman will make the Chiefs. And, you know, Wadley's got an excellent chance of doing the same in, in Tennessee. And then, of course, the draft picks all will. And so, you know, they, they're showing up. And a lot of times Iowa players tend to do that, especially in the preseason. Last year was a big-time season for uh, C.J. Beathard, if I recall. Doc, uh, this is the time where we're looking for any little nugget morsel Ken mentioned we got the Big Ten Network and their uh, bus tour that goes through Iowa City today. We'll be watching that tonight. And a little nugget that came out from Akram Wadley, who tweeted out a play from practice of Amir Smith-Marset going the distance, making a big play, and doing a flip into the end zone there. I'm going to guess that uh, probably he's not going to get any more film back from the Iowa coaches. I can't assume. I got to assume that they weren't real pleased that he let that one sneak out on Twitter. (laughs) I'm sure not, you know, I mean, I'm sure, that the, but, you know, he and Amir are very close. Uh, you know, Amir talked about it last week with me and said, you know, he considers Akram kind of like a big brother to him and was really, really stuck up for him when he was at Iowa. And so I'm sure he had to show him and he sent it to him or something. And, and Akram had to, you know, show it off while he was on, uh, you know, Facebook and, I mean, I'm sorry, Twitter and, and Instagram, and you know, and Akram and I, we actually go back and forth with some uh, DMs a few days ago 
about the movie Juice. It's his favorite movie from the '90s, and uh, I was just—I was probably his age when it came out. So <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of funny, you know, uh, Tupac Shakur and uh, and that. But no, I, I think uh, you know Amir showed a lot of skill making that play. But um, Iowa tries to keep everything behind the iron curtain, and so they're going to be probably. He's probably going to be running not not only for doing the flip in the end zone, but for letting it get out. Yeah, that'll be his last flip in the end zone, boys, I'm, I'm assuming. Uh, Doc, uh, the AP came out. Uh, Trent and I, until now, have avoided speaking about it, but we're, we're going to, at this point, inject it into the conversation. Big Ten is well represented, including Wisconsin, who shows up at number four, but kind of, uh, I mean, not a surprise maybe that they're there, but the surprise is the one with the parentheses surrounding that one, meaning that someone gave them a first-place vote, um, which is, I mean, maybe they're Hornibrook fans like I am, and they realize, yet after all, he did win the Peyton Manning passing oh, that again. <laughs> uh, but that surprised me, Doc, that Wisconsin got a first-place vote, but didn't surprise me that the Big Ten is well-represented. Yeah, I mean, there's five teams that I think everybody can agree to, at least going into the season, that have a chance to make the playoff. And, uh, you know, that's that's preseason prognic, you know, how everybody's picking it. But, you know, I, I think Wisconsin's the best team in the league. I really do. I think they've got the most complete team. Uh, they, you know, they, they return every starter from a very powerful offensive line, and they get, return a, a running back that ran for almost 2,000 yards, and they got a quarterback who made a lot of big plays in the Orange Bowl, uh, made a lot of bad plays too, but kind of reminded me a little bit of Ricky Stanzi's junior year as well. And, uh, you know, they've got a pretty good defense returning. They lost some players, but they still returned some great ones. So, it doesn't surprise me at all that they're the highest. Now, you know, Ohio State has some uncertainty. I think everybody kind of thinks that they just plug and play, you know, especially a quarterback, but with all the stuff going on off the field to go along with, you know, they got to replace J.T. Barrett at quarterback. Uh, you know, I think they've got some question marks. And, you know, I, Michigan State, to me, is probably the most balanced team out of the East. I think they're the most ready team, and, and I would pick them to win it if I really could pick a team. And then, uh, you know, Penn State, to me, could be the team that kind of falls off. I mean, they lost a lot of good players. And their offensive line is was young last That's year, but right. wasn't all that consistent. And then, finally, Michigan, uh, you know, everybody kind of thinks Shea Patterson is going to come in and win the day for them. And I don't know yet. I mean, maybe he will, but I, I'm not there. So, um, And I also think there's a couple of teams from the West that should be at least considered um, you know, meaning Iowa and, and Northwestern. I think those two are uh, teams that, that, at least at this point in the season, should be cons- under consideration for the top 25. How big of a blow is uh, Wisconsin's, uh, I guess, the, the blow that they took with uh, Cephas taking uh, a leave of absence for the program? And, and no indication at all how long he's going to be gone, but that news came out this week, and not good news, I wouldn't think, for the Badgers. It's tough. But I think it's manageable for them. I mean, it's probably like Iowa losing um, Amir Smith-Marset. Probably be a bigger blow for the Hawkeyes. Cephas is really good. Don't go get me wrong. But, you know, he was hurt for the last five games of last season. So they more than made up for that with other players. Now, I, what I will say is, had they had Quentin Cephas, uh, you know, Quintess Cephas when they played Ohio State, he might have made a difference. They might have won and went on to the playoff, you know, by not having him. So, I think in some of those difference-making games that he could matter, but you know the first three they play, I mean they're going to be playing reserves, you know, in the third quarter. I mean it's not until they get to Iowa City where it's really going to matter, you know, whether or not he plays. And who knows? That's late September. We're talking, you know, month plus out, and then they're off for a week, and then they 
So, you know, he could be back at some point. So I, I, I don't think they sweat, they're going to sweat it too much, but he is a difference maker, and, and in big-time games, he can make a, a difference. Doc, earlier today at The Athletic, you penned a piece talking about Phil Parker, a guy that took over, what, five years ago, six years ago now as the defensive coordinator, but the time even before that, his development of defensive backs, and now he's bringing in well some pieces that might be more ready than ever before. Tell us a little bit about the uh, the piece with Phil Parker and just what he has been able to do with the defensive backfield at Iowa throughout his 20 years. It's really incredible when you think about it. You know, I went through the, the time period, 2009 through 2017, and uh, looked at, you know, everything from recruiting rankings to, you know, all Big Ten consideration. And Iowa had zero four stars or five stars in the defensive backfield through 17, whereas Ohio State had 23. Then you're looking at all Big Ten first-team acclaim. Ohio State had 11, and Iowa had 10, along with Michigan State. And then seven out of those 10 for Iowa were doubles, were you know, both media and coaches, whereas only five for Ohio State. So you could say nobody gets more out of their, out of their defensive backs than Iowa. When you look at Micah Hyde was a two-star, Josh Jackson was a two-star, you had other guys, you know, Desmond King barely was a three, and, and yet, you know, three out of the first seven um, Big Ten defensive backs of the year were Hawkeyes. It just shows you what Phil Parker's able to do. And then how that's also, you, you look at the, the class that they've got coming in. I mean, Julius Brent's really impressed me in that open practice. He's already competing with the second team, and I've seen him, you know, in some of the pictures anyway from <laughs> Iowa City that he's worked with some of the first team units. So um, he was a four-star from Indianapolis, and you know, he really liked Iowa, and part of it was he saw what Desmond King was able to do, and then, oh, by the way, here comes Josh Jackson, and he's, you know, every bit as dynamic, and, and it showed him. He's like, he was this way, and D.J. Johnson and, and Dallas Craddock all were like, if they're going to do that with two-star guys, what can they do with somebody like me? And so you've seen that spill over, and, and it's really been impressive because almost every year but one, they've had a first-team all-conference uh, cornerback since 2009 that just that's really surprising hmm. scott document of the athletic is our guest well you're going to go from uh, watching or looking at still photographs and try and glean any little nugget to actually watching on the big 10 network as we mentioned and then tomorrow tomorrow is it my understanding you actually get coordinators you get to talk to coaches tomorrow scott yeah isn't that impressive <laughs> yeah we get three of them we get the special teams coordinator offense and defense coordinators we get Brian Ferentz, Phil Parker, and uh, LeVar Wood. So it'll be good to catch up with them. It's been, you know, a week and a half or roughly since media day, and it's always good to, to try to figure out what's going on. I mean, we saw them at Kids Day, but, you know, that's still, that was practice number eight, and not a lot has been formed yet. I mean, there's there's still big-time competitions, linebacker, you know, uh, what, what, how are things shaping up at corner? What about offensive line? Who's going to start at left and right tackle for the opener? Um, you know, is Mackay Sargent, you know, pushing mm-hmm. to become a starter. You know, you want to see all that stuff, let alone hear it and, and get their opinions on it. And it's, it's always been difficult. This is one of the more difficult schools to cover in the country because they just go in the dark and you're trying to hear every little nugget and you don't know if it's right or not. So mm-hmm. it'll be good to catch up and, and at least see if there's anything Anything changing? When will they? Um, when will they finalize their decisions? I'm, I'm assuming it's going to happen this week, right? Because they'll start implementing the game plan. What Friday or Saturday? I would think, Doc. So will they? You know, whatever decisions that are still 
you know, lingering out there. Gotta, we got to be coming to that uh, decision time, what, in a couple of days, right? Yeah, well, we will. I'm sure most of them have already been kind of decided. There's probably a few they're still getting some looks at. But, you know, last year it stretched all the way into uh, after the, you know, Monday to Tuesday roughly with uh, Nathan Stanley and, and Tyler Weegers. So that was really challenging because, you know, that's quarterback. And so I don't, I don't know what, what their time frame is going to be. And then they can always move guys around. So, um, you know, usually they do want about – this time in camp to later this week to kind of get some sort of semblance of who's on the first team, who's on the second team, who's on the scout teams. Um, so I, I would expect most of those decisions made by the end of the week. So then, you know, starting Sunday and Monday, they can really be practicing fully on uh, Northern Illinois. Doc, uh, schematically, when you talk with Brian Ferentz, I, I know you have been a big proponent of seeing them at times against certain teams, Wisconsin, go away from the zone blocking more, do a more kind of gap blocking, your, your straight-up kind of thing. Schematically, are we going to see even more wrinkles here in, in number two? And what kind of questions as it pertains to that do you have for Brian? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I look at their the way they block. is just going to have to – I think they're going to be adapting in a little bit towards who they go against. I mean, they've got to do something different against Wisconsin. We all know that. They didn't play very well against them, but – you know, one of the things I think they did that was uh, is really slight, but it was really important, was against uh, Nebraska last year. Nebraska had a 3-4, a, a but it was completely different than Wisconsin's. But, you know, Nebraska in the first half was kind of knifing through the gaps and tackling guys behind the line of scrimmage. They just slowed their tempo down a little bit, and they were catching them all, and then it was off to the races in the second. And uh, so I kind of wonder what they're going to do against Northern Illinois. I'm just really fascinated because – that's a very aggressive defensive line. Uh, Sutton Smith, just think of him as T.J. Watt. Don't think of him as Northern Illinois outside linebacker because mm. he's that good. Mm-hmm. So do you go more gap blocking, you know, mano a mano? Do you go more power O where you've got a guard coming downhill smacking him? Uh, do you have uh, – or do you go zone, and, and that way you've got guys in front of him at all times? That's going to be really fascinating to me how they're going to do that. Uh, as for Brian and this, this year big picture – I don't know that there'll be many changes with the running game. I think they'll continue to, to do it the way they've always done it. But the passing attack to me is what's going to really grow because you're going to see, you know, Nathan Stanley's already, um, you know, shown a, you know a lot of growth. And I think the same thing out of the wide receivers that you know they've grown a lot. They didn't show a lot during uh, kids' day practice. They never do. Um, but I, I think I have a feeling that the passing game is going to have a lot more evolution than, than the running attack. Doc, I uh, I don't have the tweet in front of me. I wish I did, uh, but it w- it was in response to you tweeting out your story on Iowa State. Uh, the fact that you were there and uh, just uh, you know there's this consecutive sell- streak of you know fifty thousand plus in the building, and <laughs> the replies. I mean, one guy. I think your first reply on there was. Are are you in trouble, Doc? Twice, blink twice if you need help. <laughs> I mean, honest to God, that one that was laugh out loud. That was really good. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, it's kind of funny to see that back and forth. Um, you know, whether it was with uh, the Iowa State story, I had Iowa fans kind of going, well, "What's going on here? You know, right. Are you doing so?" And then I had Iowa State fans who, for whatever reason, have grown to dislike me over the years, saying, "What are you doing writing about us? You know, <laughs> we don't want you writing." You know, and. And, you know, whether they liked it or not, they were like, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> so it was uh, it was kind of funny to, to go get in the middle of that 
uh, debate, and luckily that's coming up here, you know, very shortly. Because I, I really like this matchup between Iowa and Iowa State this mm. year is is the best in in least since 2005, and I think it could be better just because I think both teams have high aspirations. Yep. I think both teams feel like they could compete in a in a true upper level bowl this year, and I think they still could. Even the losers still could. But um, I'm just, I think this is going to be as, as good as it gets between the two programs. I am with you, Scott Dockerman. We will talk to you next week. Enjoy tomorrow when you actually get to talk to coaches instead of looking at still photographs. Good stuff, Doc. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Good to talk to you, Scott Dockerman. Writing at the Athletic for as low as $2. Not, you know what I'm saying? Doc doesn't get paid two ninety nine a month. <laughs> yeah. But subscriptions are as low as two ninety nine a month. Two dollars and ninety nine cents. That's the a trip future. to Starbucks. Really? <laughs> if you're lucky. No, you're not getting even a cup of coffee for two ninety. Yeah. I don't think anymore. We will come back, finish up the hour. Uh, Mitch Holtis is going to be here. Do we have that clip of the touchdown? I I don't have it handy, but I can look for it. Ah, uh, yeah, because I I didn't hear it either. But I just was blown away watching that kid throw the ball. Look at the, the, he's Pat Mahomes single handedly going to change how. Defensive uh, secondaries mm-hmm. cover uh, cover the receiver. I mean, th- these guys aren't you. Well, that guy can't throw it that far. This guy, what's he doing running behind me? He's useless. It's the he's, end of the half. He's out of the play. It's fine. Whoosh. Unbelievable. You love those big arms. Oh, and he's got one. Uh, Trent and I will continue on here. Uh, as we come back, we will wrap up the hour. Mitch Holtus, as we're watching it on TV as we speak. Look at that, Trent. Look at that. Those three guys in the secondary all bought that there's no way he can throw it over our heads. Yeah. Pretty good fast guy behind him. Yeah, the too. cheetah. I'll that say. Uh, we'll come back, wrap up the hour. Trent and I are here until 2. Jordan Burnfield, bottom of the next hour. We'll talk Chicago sports with Jordan. We look forward to that. Uh, it's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the front of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. 
I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian roofer roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Touchdown! Don't miss out on tailgates and touchdowns because your car's broke down. Instead, call an Audible by calling Absolute Auto Repair, where we offer free loaner cars while yours is in the shop. At Absolute Auto Repair in Herbdale, we get that when your car breaks down, your life is interrupted. That's why we offer loaner cars to keep your busy life moving. Absolute Auto Repair in Herbdale on Hickman Road near Cobblestone Theater. Google Absolute Auto Repair Herbdale. Absolute Auto Repair is a proud supporter of high school football. Touchdown, Absolute Auto Repair. It's not too late to rent the Heritage Carousel for your late summer or fall outing. This is a -a one-of-a-kind venue that will keep your guests talking long after the party ends. We've hosted everything from birthday parties to rehearsal dinners. The Heritage Carousel is owned and operated by the Des Moines Carousel Foundation and is a not-for-profit organization. If you would like to have your next event at the Heritage Carousel, go to heritagecarousel.org for more information on renting the carousel. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. The Arizona Iowa Baseball Company has become a one-stop shop for all of your field product needs. Arizona Iowa Mounds can provide you with anything to make your field look great and play great from portable pitching mounds to field products and equipment. With multiple items stocked for the season, Arizona Iowa Mounds offer same-day delivery on stocked items and free field consultant to Iowa Little Leagues, high schools, and colleges. And individual lessons are available for baseball and softball players at their location. 3976 Northwest Urbandale Drive, the Arizona Iowa Baseball Company. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All of times have come. 
All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Boy, we get excited about football, don't we? We're just giddy. We are. <laughs> We're sitting here watching long touchdown throws over the last five, seven years in the NFL after Pat Mahomes. How great is this? Oh, it's back, baby. And we got uh, the boys at the Big Ten Network tweeting. Mm-hmm. Talking Dave Revson, uh, DeNardo, both good follows on Twitter. Uh, this week, what are you? What have you gleaned from that? I saw the, the unfortunately the one that I saw was Nate Stanley throwing just an awful pass. Lonnie uh, Jones picked it. He did. So some negative, good, right? some bad. If right. you're a defensive guy, you love it. If you're an offensive guy, the quarterback threw a stinker behind Nick Easley, and uh, he didn't give him a chance. Well, I told you at the top that what you have to look for is what Denardo says about line play. He mm-hmm. knows line play well. Yeah, and he'll talk about it at Iowa, and he tweeted this. As always, always, it starts with line of scrimmage at Iowa. Offensive line better than I anticipated, and defensive line deeper than I remember in past years. Well, it's certainly deeper, Trent. There's no doubt about that. I saw saw some video of Epinesa earlier Mm -hmm. uh, in the morning. I don't remember what time it was, but he just pushed whoever was playing left tackle at the time. Just moved him completely right out of the way as he sashayed his way to the quarterback. It was Mark Collenberger who he just pushed out of the way. Who will be your starter at left tackle in game one. The good news, as good as Sutton Smith is, we're not talking about some 275-pound behemoth. No, that's true. So Kallenberger is just, he's not big for a tackle at Iowa. He's 280 pounds. Mm-hmm. If he was going up against a guy like that, I think you'd be, you're still concerned. I mean, it's, it's not to put it aside, but probably a better matchup than Nick Bosa. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the if, case for most left tackles right, in right. football. If, if he's coming in game one. Yeah. You're concerned, no, that's for but sure. not as concerned. Uh, we'll come back with a 1 o'clock hour. Mitch Holtis will be here. So will Jordan Burnfield. Trent and I are here until 2. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. 
At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. At Fidelity, we believe nothing should come between you and your money. So we're introducing zero account fees with zero minimums to open an account. All because we want you to invest with zero trade-offs. Visit fidelity.com slash value to learn more. Zero account minimums and zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Expenses charged by investments such as funds and managed accounts and for commissions, interest charges, or other expenses for transactions may still apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, member NYSE, SIPC. Paying more for paint doesn't make it better paint. It just makes it more expensive. The Home Depot carries some of the highest quality paint brands in America, but you'd never know it by the price. Like top-rated Bear Premium Plus, starting at only $26.98 a gallon. Look around. You can always find a higher price, but you won't find better paint. Quality paint. Lower price. Now with 100% satisfaction guarantee. Only at The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. U.S. only. See store for details. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. 1700 AM KBGG is your home for high school football. Join me, Trent Condon, each Friday night for the Central Iowa Game of the Week. The best in high school football each Friday night with play-by-play action. Week 1, Friday, August 24th, a battle of Ankeny, Ankeny Centennial against Ankeny High. 1700 AM's coverage of high school football is presented by Charterhouse Real Estate.